0: Welcome back to another episode of Hinchin' Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross.
1: And this is Common Rider Hibiki. Hibiki. This show premiered on January 30th, 2005. Psh, Man, psh, break the glass. Everybody that has a birthday in January can celebrate Common Rider. I know, me too. I'm all a <laughs> minor at the end of the year. I, I'm always the season wrap up. Right. Say, so, mmm. <laughs>
0: But this series is noted for introducing new themes and styles, yet unseen in other shows. The catchphrase for the series is "To us, there are heroes."
1: Jeffrey needs to watch Sansei a little more. Get that. <clears throat>
0: to us, there
1: are heroes. Oh, um, for a minute there, you sounded like uh, what was his name from SPD? <laughs>
0: Shut the fuck up. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> I'm going to break your jaw. <laughs> the, guy, the, the villain. Hey Gary, I'm going to break your jaw. Jeez. Oh, I've always wanted to sound like the guy that's in the trash can at all moments. Piggy? Yeah, Piggy.
1: <laughs> I you sound say the crumb. <laughs> crumb? Cr- but for some production notes, Comrider Hibiki began with Ishigenomori- Shigenori Takatera as producer. I want a fun name to say.
0: This is after Ross says, I don't mess
1: up the names. Hey, I still got it right, though. Shigenori Takatera. All
0: right.
1: It's probably wrong regardless. <laughs> it's probably Takatera. As producer who felt that the trend of battle royales and handsome young men leads was being exhausted. It still is. Yeah. And no longer wanted to force the idea of continuing Common Writer. Due to the toy sales of Kamen Rider Blade being lower than Toho's Choshishin, Grand Caesar Hibiki was being produced as a reboot of the 1972 Toitaku, Tokusatsu Henshin Ninja Arashi under the title Henshin Ninja Arashi Prologue, Messenger of Shika Ami. Woo! <laughs> Ninja. Like common writer, Arashi is one of the heroes created by Shotaro Ishinomori. We're getting an Sh- Ishinomori trend at some point. Takateras said it was the first step to wake up Ishinomori and Toei's classic heroes and build a Japanese version of Disney. Mm. No, don't follow Disney. Do your own thing. Later, he changed the title to Bird Ninja Battle History Hayate. I like the other one. And started to set the ba- the basic settings of of this ninja versus yokai style tokusatsu show, including disc like animals, yokai, taiko music, demon hunters, and master and apprentice. Mm. I have not watched Hibiki, but it's got more incorporation of that stuff.
0: It, it sounds really, really good.
1: I think there's even some clips where they're they're jamming out. <laughs>
0: But ultimately, because of the premiere of Madden Senkai, Ryukendo, Hibiki was given the Common Rider moniker to avoid competition. For merchandising, Takatera's team had to adapt all their early settings to a common rider look-alike series, the Hibiki Hero, which finally became Common Rider Hibiki.
1: Yes. For some staff changes by episode 29, 29- Takatera was removed from the, from his position as executive producer. Although Toei has not released an official statement regarding the reason, many critics have pointed out several of them that may have caused it, being low audience ratings, low toy sales, and dissatisfaction with the show's themes and or story. Up until now, Shinichiro Shirakura had no involvement in Hibiki and replaced Takatera as executive producer for the show as well as the series. Summer were filmed Biki and the Seven Senkai. That's a catchy name. Tsuyoshi Kida and Shinji Oishi, the original head writers for the show under Takatera were replaced by Toshiki Inoue and Shoji Yonamura under Ishiro Kuro's direction.
0: Yeah, but in addition, personalities such as Sensha Yoshida, a renowned manga artist Hiroshi Yamato, a video game designer Maso Higashi, a seasoned television and movie critic, and many other published severe criticism in their personal blogs because of this. Even the show's star Shigeki, who portrayed Hibiki, stated in his personal website that Inoue's script need, needed adjustments. And that this whole staff change was kind of dumb. Yeah, it was hard to <laughs> learn. I mean, to say for less words, it was dumb. With the first production staff, Hoso would join writers' meetings and give suggestions. However, Hosokawa, Hosokawa uh, could not give his opinion in the second production staff meeting due to time restraints. So they really put a ball gag on him and said, "Shut your mouth."
1: I, I feel I feel them when, when they say that they they didn't want didn't like the change of writers, but it was necessary. Yeah, but because having somebody actually write stuff for you and that sounds better would have been so, perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean, but they should what they should have done at this point is in. what they're doing now. You know, they get a script, the producer or whoever writes it is given a script. The producer's in there talking about how they're going to shoot it. And it's day by day by day thing. Yeah. And then they decide, well, is this the person we want for the show? Yeah. Probably not. At that point, you should have just said bye and not just like went on a limb and said, okay, we'll give you a shot. Cause that's how this sounds.
1: Cause me. then, cause then you get, cause if
0: he actually stated that he wanted to shake up the hero kind of, yeah,
1: he wanted, like, to, he wanted to change it up a little bit, but then you, it's 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 like if me and Jeffrey both were given an assignment to record something, we're gonna have different views, right? His his take on something and my take are gonna be completely different. And if the different. masses,
0: if we, if there's more of us, right? Yeah. If the masses didn't like it, right?
1: Yeah, one of us, you know,
0: we'd be gone. One of us. It's
1: just like trying trying to do our own Power Ranger season. Yeah. In an interview published on TVSI's main website. Hosakawa stated that the script for the final episode was rewritten on the final day of filming. Don't do that. That's a
0: tight squeeze.
1: He later said that the script was sent in so late that it arrived on set at the final battle was being filmed. Ooh, and I don't feel bad when I hit the deadline too slow or too late. This finale was scrapped, and then a new ending that, according to Hosakawa, was nothing like the intended ending was filmed. Later in the interview, Hosokawa said that the Oni suit used by Kiriya was a a kitbash of two new suits made especially for the characters of Asumu and Kiyosuke. Hosokawa said that this was the most upsetting change to him as the final script had been rewritten six times at the point and all about the filmed version contained both Asumu and Kiyosuke becoming Oni. That's tough man that is too the uh, down to the wire <clears throat>
0: yeah that's that's way too close but some more changes that they ended up making throughout this thing which there's a lot of changes guys asuma's opening narration at the start of every episode was removed God. yeah
1: a new opening was introduced in episode 34 and following
0: that's terrible that's that's way
1: late it's like mid season
0: yeah the use of kanji being flashed on the, on screen during scenes was removed altogether.
1: The ending sequence was remo- removed altogether.
0: <laughs> the characters of Kiyosuke, Kiria, and Shuki were introduced to the series.
1: Originally, Iki and Shoki were both supposed to be main cast members, but had their parts rem- completely removed. Jeez. Aish.
0: <sighs> the fire-breathing Onibi... Or, and the Oni Claws ability. Sequences were was removed along with Ibuki opening his mouth for his attack. The Makumo that opened their mouths too wide and spurted liquids was also removed. There had been complaints about these sequences from parent av- advocacy groups who claimed they were too scary for children. Like the theme of a monster opening his mouth and spraying someone and melting their face, I'm assuming.
1: It's a monster.
0: I I, I get it, but, you know, this is during... <laughs> yeah. This is 2000, what? 2006?
1: I think so. Something so, like that.
0: PC started, you know, the coddling started around uh, the world. My schemes have started to work.
1: That, that, that's content for a different show.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Things as complicated to Animated CG Makamo and shooting in mountains were almost entirely reduced probably due to cost issues leading critics to believe that Takatera was forcefully removed from this project due to his unwillingness to change his script to adapt to these changes.
0: Mm. There's too many changes. <laughs> in January 2006 at the Comic Writer Super Live, Hosokawa stated that the series was quote essentially an important process and that it should have not ended the, that way
1: an incomplete process
0: yeah who mitsu who portrayed doji care the doji characters declared on his blog i cannot forgive them i want to continue his idea complaining about the removal of takatera as producer these declarations caused an unprecedented storm within the professional tokusou market and many of Toei's executives were berated for f- allowing a series to be handled in such a terrible manner uh, to remove someone mid-series like that's and if they already had a plan or a story built up in the back of their mind that's that's, and then you watch your half and then you watch the direction they took it and you're like
1: Rick, wait that's, not, well, that's I not the
0: idea. That's, that was not the premise of what we wanted.
1: Jeez. But on with the story. The comrades known as Oni battle man-eating beasts called Makomo with pure sound. One of the Oni, a man named Hibiki, ends up having a teacher and apprentice-like relationship with Asimu Arachi, a young boy unsure of himself and is at a crossroads in his life as he transitions to high school. Asamu learns to be an adult through watching Hibiki and the others, other Oni, as they all train together to hone their skills in fighting the Makamu and the Monkey Lie, aiding them. However, the sudden rise of Makamu numbers proves to be a prelude to an upcoming calamity.
0: Mm, calamity.
1: That. That needed to be reworked.
0: Yeah, Hitoshi Hidaka is the main protagonist of Kamen Rider Hibiki. He is an Oni who transforms into Kamen Rider Hibiki. He is one of the most seasoned Oni currently in service. It is known, it is not known exactly when he began his training, but it is said that Hibiki became an Oni training alone and has surpassed all former Oni, Oni by being the first to wield the <laughs> Ongeku Safukiken Armored Saber
1: points back for pronunciation. What? Because I would have said that and just... I would have been like a car going through speed bumps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hibiki has a strong sense of ethics and believes constantly training oneself to keep up their strength. Throughout the series, he is seen training by himself with the other Oni. He is seen as somewhat of a teacher by other Oni, even though Hibiki sees himself as just another fighter and in the war against the Makamo. Due to his training, he is seldom seen worrying. He believes that with constant training, he will always come out on top and does not need to worry about his safety, which is very typical of this era of tokusatsu heroes, which is cool. Gotta be the best. Because they're like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna fight or die trying. (laughs) (laughs) It seems that his hobby is in fact training, his trademark is his special salute, which he uses equally as a greeting, usually with a yo, or farewell. Yeah. Not in that particular... <laughs>
1: yeah. His device is Henshin Onsa Onaku, a fork-like transformation device, which is the one that you, you always see in when it
0: it's Yeah. It's
1: the one that holds up to his head.
0: Yeah.
1: Ongekiko Kainzumi a device that attaches to his belt for uses of finisher attacks. Ongiku Bakaretsu Kanasumi, an upgraded version of the buckle. Shiranui, a car driven by Kasumi Takibana or Hinaka Takibana to take Hibiki to a to a Makumu's location. He didn't have a motorcycle? No. He wait, he does. geika Hibiki's rider machine, but he got in a car. You got a motorcycle, man. Just room.
0: Next up is Lori Izumi. This is one of the only common riders in the Deuter
1: <laughs> Secondary writers.
0: But yeah, yeah, it's a secondary writer, you know, of the common <laughs> rider series in De- Hibiki.
1: Deuteragonist.
0: Deuteragon I like that word. <laughs> Deuteragonist. <laughs> Anyways, this person transforms into common rider.
1: Ibuki. 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 Ibuki is a 19 year old Oni, the youngest of the main Oni trio featured. He is a happy person, quite serene and does not think much. Always speaks to others with kindness. Sometimes Ibuki is funny and likes to joke around. As a childhood friend of Kazumi's Hakibana, Ibuki has a special affection for her. He trusted Kazumi a lot and often assume Kasumi for advice often the two people go out and talk to each other when they have problems
0: they're best buds they're the two best friends that anyone could have
1: (laughs) Ibuki took care of his disciple Akira Amami during the battles with Makomo both teachers and students always cooperate and help each other Ibuki always instructs, trusts, and gives advice to his disciples. When Akira passed the school, Ibuki felt very proud. For Akira, the death of his parents was an important memory, but Ibuki wanted his disciples not to remember it as hatred would only harm Anoni himself. Born into the Oni family, Ibuki's destiny is not tainted by the evils of society. Furthermore, because his origin was so different from Akira's, Ibuki treated his disciple like a superior inadvertently. He couldn't understand his parents' deep feelings to trust and was quite strict in asking him to ignore the death of his loved ones. When Akira left Ibuki, he got worried and looked everywhere for her. He felt felt small and disappointed in himself. Ibuki didn't know if she was still worthy of being a teacher. Then Ibuki realized that Akira's thoughts were important. She wanted Akira to find her, her own answer as to whether she wanted to remain Oni or not. In the end, Akira decided to abandon the path of becoming an Oni and to protect the good memories of her parents. Ibuki felt very calm.
0: But as the son of the Oni leader, Ibuki was born with a mission to become an Oni. Although the request, Although the request to be an Oni came from his parents, but with a cheerful character and without thinking much, he never complained about his job. Although he has no motivation to become an oni, like other colleagues, Ibuki always strives to maintain his ability to transform. When fighting, Ibuki is a calm and confident oni, and he is always a serious always serious against Makomo. In fact, Ibuki was always under pressure when important tasks were always assigned to him. That affected his morale a bit. He even feared he could not complete his task and had to die. However, despite being scared, Ibuki never runs away. He always tries to face difficulties and fulfill his duties because he understands it is as his own responsibility. True. A true sense of responsibility trumps fear. So, remember that, sucker.
1: And his transformation device, like a whistle, it is Onibu Onteki.
0: And then his, his rider machine, machine is, is
1: Tatsumaki Make.
0: You just of the easier one. I'm gonna give you. They're something. both the <laughs> <laughs> That last one was tough.
1: The, the ones before were tough. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Tomizo Todayama is one of the many Oni Kama writers. He transforms into Kama writer Todoroki. You know how I remember that? Todoroki. Todoroki.
1: What's the same as Tanuki?
0: No, Todoroki <laughs> from MHA, My Hero Academia.
1: Oh yeah. Todoroki is a twenty-six-year-old Oni, the se- <laughs> The second oldest Oni of the main Oni trio introduced, despite this. Todoroki has a very childish personality Not want to do anything difficult That he dislikes But when he knows it is useful He is willing to participate He eats very well Being important to him To provide energy for fighting It's Jeffrey (laughs) He is very clumsy in communicating with others And often apologizes for fear of doing something wrong
0: Not Jeffrey
1: (laughs) Even, Even though he was late And he did apologize for being late
0: Kind of Yeah I'm late. I'm I'm running on black people time, okay? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jeffrey and
0: To him, Zanki was always the master he admired, feeling sorry when the former gave up being an oni and always wanted him to come back to fight with him. In his free time, Todoroki often goes to Zanki to talk or just to have simple little conversations. <laughs> After the death of his master, Todoroki was affected greatly by it. But it became the motivation for him to be m- more mature, stronger, and want to fight the Zankis on Zanki's part.
1: I'm changing my name to Zanki. Maybe people
0: Zanki, Zanki,
1: Zanki Rouser. Duh. Todoroki has feelings for Hanaka, but as he was lacking intact and unsure on how to show them, creating a comical relationship. However, both of them are always interested in each other, with their attitudes sometimes being childish, yet always sincere and profound. As an Oni, Todoroki always works seriously. He has been hardworking and aggressive since becoming an an independent Oni. Todoroki often participates in supporting other Oni when they encounter difficulties. He always thought to work more when other members are struggling for their important missions
0: hmm
1: This sounds, certainly sound pretty good. These yeah. are Some pretty good riders.
0: Yeah. And now for Todoroki's devices, he has the Henshin Kaigen, Kaigen Onju, a bracelet-like transformation device. His bike is the Raijin Make, Todoroki's rider machine. And up next, the monsters. The Makamo. The Makamo. This is an assortment of monsters Monstrous creatures that usually dwell in the rural areas and consumed human beings as food and comrade Hibiki. Sounds Dum-dums. like a ghoul to me, you know, because ghouls are different.
1: They they love like their human snacks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in contrast to the humanoid advert adversaries in other Kamen Rider series, most of the Makamu were usually gigantic monsters of the kaiju genre, whose designs and names were based on mythical creatures from Japan's folklore. Makes sense. Has to, it's Hibiki. Furthermore, the makamo are aided by a mysterious pair of humans. The name makamo can be translated to demonized spirits of the countryside.
1: I like the translation.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Hopefully we don't have to use it. Makamo are the monsters that are haunted by Oni. These creatures are created by the black and white puppets and are protected by Doji and Heimai until they have fully matured. So, But their size and shape are dependent on the environment they are raised in. So being in a dark dwelling hole, they're probably... You can know, be dark and small. Well, I wouldn't say small, but... Being raised in a rural area in the like kind of...
1: The more you feed them, the, the bigger in the they shadows.
0: get. the shadows. They're a bit dark.
1: You know, you know dark. They, they forgot one kaiju. They missed a kaiju. Who? He's big and red.
0: Donkey Kong? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Donkey Kong's brown. Mario! No, a kai, kaiju's at least the size of a house. If not bigger
0: clifford the big red dog
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> god damn it I was, I was not expecting that you son of a bitch <laughs> I, I blame,
1: all right that was a good one that was a good one i blame the tick that tiktok video that i've been finding
0: <laughs> clifford the big red dog is, is a kind. kaiser <laughs> I mean,
1: it's true because all kaijus are, are monsters that are bigger than a house. Yeah. And Clifford's bigger than a house. Fair. He's just an extremely friendly red dog. So
0: what, wouldn't you just call that a beast?
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly. But, yeah. Hibiki.
0: It was so good. You know, I've always seen the hinching device where, like, yep. someone the hits tuning fork. the... Yeah, the tuning fork. But I was like... That's what it is. That can't be it, right?
1: I wonder, I wonder if that was supposed to be the original... The original.
0: No, you're supposed device. to wave the wave it over.
1: So stay tuned, because there's more Kamerider to come. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoyed geeking out with each other.
0: And we did. Remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring, keep watching, mm-hmm. and keep listening...
1: If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. It helps us grow and reach more listeners and keep the conversation going. And thanks for tuning in.
0: And until next time, it's Hitchin' Time!